Welcome to Adventure Stock. Little note I wanted to mention about the next few episodes. We recently took a trip to the Four Corners region of the United States. So that's New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Colorado area. And we went on some really awesome adventures while we were there. Wanted to record while we were actually out on the road and get some live feedback on how things were going, what things worked, what didn't. And kind of just a little play-by-play of our adventures out there. So the next few episodes may have a little bit of audio trouble, just a fair warning. Um, I did try to adjust volumes and such, but some of these were recorded while we were actually driving or hiking. So we had to do a little bit of work to remove some background noise and adjust that. May need to play around with your volume during the next couple of episodes. But hope you're excited and please stay tuned. Uh, This first one, we're going to be talking about the Rio Grande National Forest area, as well as kind of an intro to how things are going on our trip. We're going to talk about fire restrictions. um, And then after this episode, we'll be getting into some hiking in Arches national park and also moving into bryce canyon and then we spent some time on lake powell in the colorado river which was absolutely incredible so hope you're excited as i said please bear with us and adjust your volume as needed did my best to kind of edit these down i'm still learning the process and i hope you enjoy the content and enjoy traveling along with us on these adventures in the four corners region And I think we agree it's it was a strong moderate. Uh, it was definitely a little bit taxing. It was kind of downhill at first. We just did out and back, so it was downhill at first. And then on the way back, of course, it was uh, mostly uphill. And there were um, like kind of storms, hail, snow, sleet. Uh, but what was really most nerve-wracking for us was the lightning and thunder. We could see lightning, and there was kind of continuous thunder. So We kind of waited at the trailhead for a bit until there was a decent break in the weather. Um, but, yeah, it was it was still absolutely beautiful, just a little bit cold, a little bit muddy. And then we kind of booked it, what, the last mile and a half or so? Yeah. 
because we saw another storm front moving in. Oh, four corners, we just passed into Utah. Yay. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. I, I would recommend Rio Grande National Forest for a quick hike passing through. Um, The fire restrictions were a concern going into this trip. We weren't sure whether you'd be allowed to have fires or not. And when we left, it was like level two or something, which is, yes, you can have fires in a um, fire grill. Yeah, in a defined grill or in a dedicated pit. You could have a charcoal fire. But then when we get here, it's like no fires allowed at all statewide fire ban in Colorado. So we went on this wild goose chase for this Blackstone griddle. So we both like to cook, and at home we have this Blackstone griddle. They make them in smaller sizes, you know, for the tiny little propane green canisters. Um, So... We found one at an Ace Hardware. There was one in a 100-mile radius. Well, there were two. We found one at an Ace Hardware and called ahead, and there was, like, the call dropped. It was weird. Just tried to call ahead. Drove there, and they sold it 30 minutes ago. So we had to find another one of these 17-inch Blackstone griddles. We're not sponsored, by the way, by any of these people. Um, we just like the product. Yeah, but so. we ended up. What we had to drive all the way to the north, North Colorado Springs to find it. Uh, and then, so I'm coming back around to the <laughs> meet back up with our story here. So we had to go all around town, and we kind of got a late start because of that. They didn't open until 10 a.m. So typically, we're early people. Um, so we got into Rio Grande a little bit late, kind of mid-afternoon, I don't know what it was, 2.30 or 2.00, did this hike, and then found a campsite kind of at the bottom of this hill, I think it was actually in San Juan. San Juan National Forest, West Fork. West Fork, and so we get our campsite kind of set up, get out our fancy new little Blackstone griddle, get it seasoning. And everybody in the whole campsite proceeds to start their campfires. And we're like a little bit upset. I was a little bit upset at that. Like people not following directions. And we went through this whole big hassle just so that we could, you know, be good law abiding outdoors people. Um, So anyway, I I don't think it was. Dan's a little salty about this. I don't think it was a wasted purchase by any means. We'll use that grill. I think it's going to be way more restrictive once we get to like Arizona and Utah. And, uh, well, I mean, now we're in Utah. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be way more restrictive than some of those areas. I feel like maybe they were letting people get away with it last night because it rained. Yeah, so. yeah it did rain quite a bit. We Before this trip, we toyed with the idea of getting a truck cap, just like a camper shell over the bed. We did not do that and just have our stuff kind of in like totes. They're kind of nice totes and then contract, excuse me, contractor bags. 
it was definitely coming down. And like our sleeping bags got a little wet, but it was really nice to see the stars. It was a clear night and almost a full moon, so it was super bright. Yeah, I think night. our sleeping bags just got wet from like the the dew and a little bit of humidity, but yeah, it was gorgeous. Um, overnight, it was. We are in a waxing gibbous moon phase. Um, we're really excited about that because when we get to Bryce Canyon, we're going to have two nights in the canyon where we should have full moon, which will be really cool. Um, and then once we get down into Arizona, I think we'll be in a waning moon, so you'll get to see more stars. But last night was just gorgeous. Big, tall, ponderosa pines everywhere, and just the starlight. But and we did for dinner. We have these little mini potatoes that we like because they kind of cook quick and easy. So we Amanda sliced these up and on pretty the, thin, so they cook quickly. Yeah. On the blackstone griddle, we did that with onions and then a can of black pepper spam. So it's kind of a not quite corned beef hash, some kind of hash. Everything was just chopped up finely, and then little stumps, barbecue sauce. It was really good, and then a few beers. The what were they? Colorado. Colorado. Some, some Colorado beers that were really good. It was, it was a great post-hike uh, feast and nice hot meal. I think the griddle was worth it because we yeah. for sure use it. And we still have our charcoal set up. If we do end up being able to grill, we'll do some steaks and such. But um, for now, I think I feel safer using the griddle. I don't want to be the a-hole yeah. that starts a 40,000-acre wildfire. Yeah. So we're happy to go by the rules on this one. What um, was that movie we watched? The um, Granite oh, Mountain. Oh, yeah. Granite Mountain. Hot Shots. Yeah. 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 That was cold, but was yeah, after after watching that movie about the firefighters and they, like, you know, essentially they're suffocated or kind of burned alive, this whole crew of firefighters I'm going to be super careful about um, putting out fires and really, really making sure, especially out west, you know, where we're in Ohio, everything is so wet and lush all the time. It doesn't, um, it's not it's a huge less concern. of a concern, but. But yeah, I mean, there were definitely like fire alerts everywhere across Colorado. Uh, I, we were there visiting, just driving through on our way out here to the Four Corners. Um, my brother lives in Colorado Springs, is in the Army, and is about to deploy to Germany. And uh, just wanted to stop in for a couple days there and say bye to him. <laughs> we were talking to them about the fire situation. They were like, oh, yeah, no, you can't do any fires right now. And actually, they gave us a couple of their Coleman propane canisters that they were going to have to throw away if they didn't get rid of them before they move. So, free propane, yay! Yeah, it was. I should have looked at the temperature last night. It was probably oh, it got 40 cold. or upper 30s. Yeah, it got pretty chilly. I was perfectly fine in my zero-degree Mountain Hardware Fantasia bag. Again, not sponsored, just one of our favorite products. Dan got a little chilly in his 30-degree yeah. bag. Yeah, I have a 32-degree Mountain Hardware down Phantom bag. And these things do zip together, and that was our original thought was, you know, we'll get one sort of summerish bag, 
one kind of winterish bag, and then if we're out together, we can zip them together and sort of um, share. But I was very sharing last night. Yeah, with my I, I told post him. spam. He was. We were not zipping together last night. There were some aromas that were uh, emanating from his bag that I had no desire to be a part of. But that's just Dan France for me. <laughs> Part and parcel of hiking and camping and some of the delicious fatty foods you get to eat. Still my favorite part of being a hiker is getting, you know, free reign to like eat whatever the heck I want. And that was kind of my thought with the griddle is, you know, we brought a bunch of food that needs to be cooked on direct heat because a lot of the camping we're going to be doing on this trip is going to be in campgrounds doing some background country with the uh, little stove, but um, I didn't want to have to reevaluate our entire meal plan because we couldn't do direct heat. So the griddle, I think, was a necessity because we would have either just been trying to make do with however we could cook the food that we brought, or we would have, you know, had to buy all new food. We could have figured. Yeah, easiest solution was to just like pick up the griddle. We had propane given to us. I think it was the right one. We had a little bit of a tip, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think Rio Grande, like that was an awesome stop. It was meaningful, I think, to me. You know, you could see where they had been replanting trees out there, and obviously, it's not like there's a plot with my dad's name on it and his 20 trees, but. Just knowing that there's a tribute to him there and we got to go visit the site and, you know, see what positive things are coming in the future for that area and recovery from wildfires. And, you know, just getting another, I'll say, like, punch to the gut about how important it is out here to respect fire and respect the rules and restrictions and, you know, make sure that you're listening to the rangers and listening to all of the forestry service alerts and things because um, wildfire is a real issue and we got to see the effects firsthand. We got to see some people not following the rules and um, kind of just hits home. You get to see all that. So we're about five minutes away from the town of Monticello, Utah. Utah. And it's a gorgeous view, and there's a wind farm here, and we're on our way to Arches, another couple hours, I guess, and we'll be there, maybe hour. Yeah. Ended up getting an early start today. We planned on leaving camp around 6 a.m., and both of us woke up early and got started around 5, so we are excited to keep our trip going and keep journaling and 